every time you allow a negative thought to repeat, it strengthens. <laughs> You're feeding it. It's scary, actually terrifying. It's like a cancer cell. They just like multiply, right? But this is also exciting because if we can do that with our negative thoughts, we can also do it with our good ones. This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to episode 118 of Yes And with me, Judy Holler, and today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Advocare, a wellness company on a mission to support your health needs with high vibe resources and products. And baby, we got a code. Use Yes And 15. That's Yes And 15 every time you shop to get your discounts and support this podcast when you do. Okay, so spring is here. It's sprung. We're about a month into spring. And listen, I love spring. I love spring. It is my favorite time of year. We get more light and less darkness. And I really love spring because it's when we can sort of crack open the windows, right? The windows in our house, we let in that fresh air and we start seeing more sun and we get more light and we hear the birds chirping and we watch the flowers bloom. This spring is this, this beautiful symbol of, of beginning again. Spring represents transformation itself. See, the seasons are always sort of transforming around us minute by minute, second by second, yet we as individuals don't seem to think it's as important to transform with the seasons. You know, we think we'll get to it someday. I mean, you'll hear us talk a lot about someday syndrome in the halls of our House of And monthly mentorship here on this podcast. And by the way, quick pause. If you are not a member of our House of And monthly mentorship, what are you waiting for? Listen, I'll even give you a free month to come try it before you buy it. Go to the show notes, put the mentorship in your cart. Use the code, open the door. It'll comp you out for a month. You'll get to see the previous month's content, which is super high value, by the way. Uh, use that code, open the door, come try it. Come join us and come learn more about how to turn someday into today because someday syndrome is a topic that comes up time and time again. And it's really a deadly fear disease that we are on a mission to stop. Because you know how it goes. And here's the thing. You know you're suffering from someday syndrome when you find yourself saying things like, you know, I'll do it someday. S someday when I retire. Someday when the kids are older. Someday when I live in this city or that city or have this boss or make that kind of money. Someday when I have the time. <laughs> um, the white hot truth is this, okay? There is no someday. There is only today. And some of us are not lucky enough to get someday, but you are always lucky enough to have today, this moment. So what can you do today to make sure that the gift of tomorrow is the kind of present you actually want to unwrap? Well, I got your answer. I think you can lift weights, mental weights, enter mental fitness. So let's talk about it. What is it exactly? So mental fitness is sort of defined as this state of well-being and 
having an overall positive sense of how we feel, think, and act. So I really look at it as training, training for my mind so I can better process all the stuff that happens to me, specifically my emotions, so I can get more clear and I can live each day with more intention, all of which expands what's possible. And that. That is what we're always chasing. Remember though, we get in the way of it. You get in the way of it. We get in the way of it with our limiting beliefs, our negative self-talk. We try to fix things we think are broken instead of spending our time going all in on our strengths and really working instead to rewire the broken signals in our brain. So mental fitness is all about working to strengthen the neural pathways in your beautiful brain that lead you towards the most realistic, balanced, and objective thoughts. See, the more we feed the negative thoughts and behaviors, the more likely they're going to occur. And get this, get this, thoughts that evoke certain emotions cluster together via your neural pathways. This means that Every time you allow a negative thought to repeat, it strengthens. You're you're feeding it. It's scary, actually terrifying. It's like a cancer cell. They just like multiply, right? But this is also exciting because if we can do that with our negative thoughts, we can also do it with our good ones. Every time you allow an empowering thought to enter your brain and you repeat it, it also strengthens. Remember, if you can have fear, you can also have faith. If you can doubt, you can also dream. If you can think you're a victim, you can also become the victor. Science has proven that humans, we have this enormous capacity to constantly rewire our brains throughout our lives. So I want to share with you here in this quick hit solo episode, three of my favorite ways to do that. I want to invite you to borrow them, steal them, use them because I can tell you firsthand, they will transform your life. Okay, speaking of mental fitness, (laughs) I try to eat right most of the time. And while I'm pretty good at it, I'm not perfect. And according to science, most humans aren't, which is why supplements are even a thing. They supplement what you're missing in your body. And Advocare supplements are my fave. They can help you do lots of things from boosting collagen. Hello, who doesn't want more collagen? Uh, to getting your gut in check, to managing your mood, all things I'm down for. So make sure you check out Advocare in our show notes. Head over there. You'll not only support this podcast, you'll get to learn about all the things and you get 15% off every single time you shop using our code YESAND15. Okay, back to the show. So let's talk about number one, the are you a victim or are you a badass concept? Because you cannot be both, so let me explain. I think it's a really valuable exercise to bring some awareness around where you are playing the victim in your life. I think it's time to get honest with yourself because all playing the victim does is attract more of what you don't want in your life. And the following language I'm gonna share with you can sort of help you identify where this could be happening in your life. So if you find yourself using phrases like, I just wish I could, 
I can't. Ugh, I'll never be. I could never. If only I could. Any of those sound familiar? I mean, they definitely have limiting belief vibes written all over them. They are also a fence you could be tethered to. Remember episode 117 where I shared the story about the baby elephant? If you haven't listened to episode 117, it's like 15 minutes long. Go listen to it. Uh, you need to hear the story of the baby elephant. It'll, it'll really make you understand limiting beliefs and how they hold you back. Phrases like those that I just shared with you. If only I could. I could never. If I could just. I can't. The red flags. It's victim speak. So when we can shift from victim speak to badass speak, you start to get into more control of how you react to things. So I want to break an exercise down for you. If you are driving, um, you know, flag this, come back. This is going to be something you're going to want a notebook for and a pen because this is a great journaling exercise. Something you could do tonight, tomorrow morning to sort of catch a vibe on this. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to first list out where you self-identify as a victim. And I'm going to ask you not to edit your thoughts here. This is just for you. No one needs to see it. You can burn it when you're done, right? Uh, let your thoughts flow freely onto the page. Do not edit yourself. Maybe you find yourself writing things like, I'll never be creative, right? If only I could speak on stage. I can't write. I'm not a writer. I'll never find love. Uh, I just wish I could lose the weight. I'll never be skinny, right? Um, once you, you've done that, get it all out of your head. Get it all out of your head. What you're going to do next is powerful. You're going to put how can I in front of the situation. So instead of I'll never be creative, it becomes how can I be creative? If only I could speak on stage becomes how can I speak on stage? I can't write becomes how can I be a better writer? I'll never find love becomes how can I find love? I just wish I could lose the weight becomes how can I lose the weight? And then step three, you're going to answer the question. So I'll never be published in a magazine becomes, okay, how can I be published in a magazine? Which then becomes action steps, then boom, right? So we move from victim to possibility, to the action we need to take to make it happen. Uh, another example, I'll never be debt-free becomes how can I be debt-free, which becomes the action steps you need to take to become debt-free. Uh, I'll never feel confident becomes how can I feel more confident, which becomes action steps you need to take to feel more confidence. How can I, those three words can become a powerful bridge that takes you from what you feel tethered to, the limiting belief, the victim-based thought that you feel tethered to, to the person you want to become. So while the power of I am power statements are really magical, right? I am this, I am that, right? You know, it's great because we have to prime our, our mind how can I invites us to action and our answers to that question then becomes goals and those goals can become boundaries. It's a magical equation that works every damn time. You believe that you can, you empower yourself with how can I, you take action, you set goals, and then you enforce it all with boundaries. Put that shit on repeat and watch your life start to change. 
Next, we got to talk about fear experiments. I wrote about fear experiments extensively in my book, Fear is My Homeboy, and it's truly one of my secret weapons. Fear experiments, what are they? They are you looking for opportunities every day to get uncomfortable on purpose. It's sort of like you becoming a fear scientist where you begin experimenting with your fear every day on purpose. And I love this idea of you thinking of yourself as a fear scientist, right? And and you doing scary things as little experiments because what it does for me is it immediately removes the overwhelm and the stress and the fear and the anxiety anxiety out of anything new I'm trying to do. And it immediately welcomes in more confidence, courage, creativity, and play. Because if it's just an experiment, if you're simply a fear scientist experimenting with your fear, you can't really fail, right? You can't fuck it up. You're just experimenting with your fear. Okay. Fear experiments come in all shapes and sizes. So let's talk about big ones. Big fear experiments can look like you quitting a job or starting a new one, getting married, getting divorced, having kids, choosing not to have kids, moving to a new city, moving across the country, asking for a raise, all really big stuff. Uh, but, and this is a big, but because I cannot lie. Um, you don't need to jump out of a plane or like free solo Mount Everest to like prove to yourself or, or anyone else that you're brave. Like you don't need to make a huge seismic shift in your life to work your courage muscles. Small daily micro moments of bravery can make you stronger and braver just the same. So what are micro moments of bravery? These micro moments of bravery look like you. Maybe today you need to unfollow someone who feels toxic. Maybe it's you picking up the phone and calling someone instead of sending a text. Maybe you send an email on behalf of yourself or your business that you've been nervous to send. Maybe you make a sales call. Maybe you're wearing a color today you're not used to wearing. Maybe you try a new food tonight. You cook a new recipe. You listen to new music. You go on camera on Zoom if you're uncomfortable being on camera, right? You speak up first on the conference call. You sit in the front row at a meeting. Ask the first question. Wear sequin when everybody else is in suits. You catch my drift, right? Every single one of these choices to get uncomfortable on purpose is a micro moment of bravery. And guess what it's doing? It's a mental fitness practice. It's a mental fitness choice. It's a mental fitness drill you are running that's going to make you stronger, which will help you open new doors in your life. And new doors are what changes the course of your life. Last, I cannot get you out of here without talking about the power, the transformational power of using a goal-focused planner and scheduling your priorities. I get so hype about this because it has been such a life changer for me, so much so that I created my own. It's called the Possibility Planner. It's a tool I created that allows me and you, if you use it, to blend your mental wealth with daily high-performance habits using the science-backed approach of working in small windows to achieve big goals. And all of the things I've spoken about so far today, fear experiments, limiting beliefs, I am power statements, moving from a victim to a badass. All of these ideas are a part of our goal-focused planning process. Yet there are three specific things I do every single day as a part of this process that are a non-negotiable for me. And they are a big part 
of my mental fitness. So number one, I do start, and it's a prompt in our planner, and I'll link up to our planner in the show notes if you are interested in learning more. But we ask ourselves every morning, you know, to indicate who we want to be by writing down 10 I am power statements. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am strong. I am confident. I am on big stages. I am allowed to say no. I am worthy of wealth. I am a money magnet, baby. Like these can look any way you want them to look. And we challenge you here to dream big and to write some that maybe aren't true yet because when we limit ourselves, we become limited. So we begin there every morning. And, you know, whether you have our planner or not, whether you're on vacation or not, this is something I can do no matter where I am in the world or where I am mentally or what I have with me, I could take a notebook and a pen and scratch 10 I am power statements out. It takes me under two minutes and it is transformative, right? So that is a non-negotiable mental fitness practice that is a part of my goal-focused planning process. Number two to that, you know, every Sunday, I have this sacred ritual and sometimes it needs to be Saturday and sometimes it needs to be Monday mornings. Life will happen. But 90% of the time, every Sunday, I am sitting down in this sacred time. I light a candle. I put on a vibey Spotify playlist. I light a fire. If it's winter, I sit outside. I get my markers. I get something to drink, whatever it is there. But I make this a ritual and I schedule out my week. I get my whole week ready. I put in all my appointments. I put in all my meetings. I schedule my workouts. I take a look at my goals. I take a look at my priorities and I DJ it out for the week. And then every night before bed or at the end of my workday, I plan out the next day saying, okay, what's changed? What's happening in real time? And most importantly, where am I in that? So this is the third thing in this section that is a non-negotiable mental fitness practice. So every Sunday I schedule my week, every night before bed I plan out my day. By the way, this helps me sleep better. It helps me get my all my stuff in my head out of my head so I can just catch a vibe and watch a show, read a book, hang with my hubby, walk the dogs, go out, whatever I need to do, instead of like stressing about what I need to do the next day. I'm sort of in control and the day hasn't even begun, right? But when I wake up in the morning, I look at that list. I look at my day and in our planner, we, you know, have you, we give you space to sort of time block out your day. I am asking myself these fundamental questions. Okay. Where am I? Where is Judy? Where are you in your day? Where is my joy? Where is your joy in your day? Where are your goals? Where are your dreams? I think so many times life goes by and we're constantly finding ourselves last on our own list. And, you know, I'm really on a mission to move you into that number one spot, right? I want to get you into the number one spot in your life because everything works better when you work, but nothing will work if you don't work, right? So you have to be in your day. Are you doing enough of the stuff you love, those dreams and goals you wanted for yourself in January, where are they at? How are you progressing? What are you chipping at away? A little bit on every day, right? So if you want to learn more about our goal-focused planning process and specifically how our house of and methodology and mindset, the improv mindset plays into this, um, we have a replay of our annual 
live masterclass, a replay of it up on our website. And it's pretty badass. It walks you through our mindset, our entire methodology, and our goal-focused planning process. And it's pretty transformational. So there's a link in our show notes so you can uh, learn more about our possibility planner. And of course, I will link up to this replay of the course. And if you want to get it for a discount because you listen to this show, I'm going to give you 20% off. So it's 99 bucks. So use the code YESAND20. That's yes and two zero to get 20% off the replay of our Mindset Masterclass, which we sold for over $500. So yo, what a deal, what a value. Um, so yes and 20, go check it out. Okay, so I'd love to know from you, if you have a mental fitness practice that has changed the game for you, talk to me on Instagram, uh, send me a note, put a comment in the video. Um, you can always email me at hello at judyholler.com. I love hearing from you. I love your show ideas. I love getting your feedback. I love your inspiration. And if you loved this episode, make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you follow along. And if you can leave a review on iTunes, it would mean the world. And I always love when you share these episodes with your friends. It means the world. So please pass it on. So thanks for listening. Thank you for spending your time here with me. And until we meet again next week, you better keep opening those doors one and at a time. We'll see you next week.